Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. As always, I am your host, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you've decided to join me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about I am determined. Yes, I am determined. This is a teaching podcast, so go and grab your Bibles and something to write with. As always, I believe I have some important things that I want to share with you out of the Word of God. So when we talk about I am determined, we are in the month of November, the month of gratitude, and we're not too far away from 2022, if you can believe that. Seems like the year has gone by very quickly, and I want to give you some things to be determined about. You know, generally around this time, we're thinking about what we're going to do in the new year, trying to wrap up some things get ready for what is to come. And so I want us to have a resolve on the inside so that we can finish strong in 2021. So let's go in this direction. So when we talk about, again, I am determined, there's two words, determined and determination. So let me give you the definition for determined. It means to settle or decide as an argument or question to ascertain or fix as after investigation or observation, to cause to reach a decision about, to influence or affect, to give purpose or direction to, to set bounds, to limit. So again, we talk about determined. What can you be determined about before the new year? What can you settle Like finally say, I'm going to settle this issue in my life. I'm going to decide. I'm going to fix some things. I've ascertained that this has been going on far too long on the inside. It's wrecking my peace, my joy, my family dynamic with my children, marriage, job, whatever the situation is. What can you ascertain and fix To cause to reach again a decision. There's some things that we just need to decide to do. I'm going to decide to live better. I'm going to decide to stop being negative. I'm going to decide to stop gossiping. I'm going to decide to be a better husband, father, to be more self-aware, to be courteous. I'm going to decide to spend more time with God. You've got to make some decisions. And many of you, even as you're listening to me, maybe you're on your ride to work. Maybe you're working out. Maybe you're sitting on the couch in the bed listening to me. You are in the valley of decisions. And so we really need to be very determined to really do some things and just not talk about doing some things. Now, the word determination is slightly different from the word determined. Determination means to, again, to resolve or decide. Same thing, but then it says to decree, ordain, mark out. What are some things as it relates to determinations that you need to decree over your life? 
You need to declare some things that God has ordained for you to be from the foundation of the world. You don't want to live somebody else's life and then towards the end of your life, regret the fact that you didn't understand the ordination of God. In other words, in the mind of God, he has ordained for you and I to do certain things. He has, in the history of time, put together our life, but we were too busy trying to make our own life, trying to make our own way, and we didn't reach goals. We didn't get any results. We didn't do anything that could have caused someone else some joy, some happiness, some peace. And so all the while that they were around us, they saw things that we could do, but we were not ordained of God to do it. The ordination of God is really profound, and I'm not going to get into it. But at the end of the day, God ordains us because of purpose. I've purposed you to be this. I've purposed you to do that. I've purposed you to go there. So I have marked out where my blessing is going to take you. I've marked out how far you can go in the thing that I've ordained you to be and to become. So when the word of God goes forth and when it is released, it marks out your steps. Scripture talks about that a good man's steps, they are what? Ordered. They're ordained of the Lord and the territory, again, that you can go in. And God knew this. Jesus knew this. He said, my words are spirit and they are life. Spirit connected to your life, causing you to do things you could not normally do. And that's what I want you to be determined about. There are some things that God has ordained about your life that you can do in the spirit because we are supernatural beings. One third of us is wall-to-wall Holy Ghost. We have no limitations in the spirit realm, you see. But there are some things that we've got to be determined about. And so if it is true that when Jesus said, my words are spirit and life, that it is his word that causes you to live and to live at a high level, live to give glory to God, live to be the praise of God. Everything that I say and everything that I do, I want to get results. Nobody wants to do things over and over again with no results. You'll quit. You'll capitulate. You'll say, this is not worth it. And so I want you to be very determined, very matter of fact moving forward about how you live your life. The Bible says in Isaiah 55 and 11, so shall my word be, which goes forth, catch this, from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. I love that. So that tells me that God is very determined, that when he sends forth his word, he's determined through the power of that word, I'm going to accomplish everything I said about you. And it's never going to come back to God void. It's going to stay out there over your life until you accomplish it. One of the things we got to realize, we got to learn how to yield to God, yield to the Holy Ghost, yield to the Spirit to get this done. Because God, the Holy Spirit, is a gentleman. He's not going to force you to do something you don't want to do. 
But why not buy into his determination? Why not buy into the word of the Lord over your life? It's better than any plan you could ever put together regarding what you want to do. We think at times and seasons we're smarter than God, but we're not. So we've got to understand the purpose for which we were called. We were called for such a time as this. And especially with how messed up and jacked up the world is, people need to look at you as an example. Let me say this to you. Hopefully it'll hit. People are watching you. They're looking at you. You've named the name of Christ. You say you're a Christian. You say you are a follower, follower of the Lord. People are watching you. They're looking at you. People never say they're watching you. People never say that they're checking you out. But I want you to know more people are checking you out than you could realize. There are so many people that are looking to see if you're going to fall away. They're looking to see, are you a man or woman of your word? Especially now in this pandemic. And yes, we are still in the pandemic. And we've got to understand that it will cause an epidemic in our cities, in our communities, in our homes, and where we live. And I want something to break out of you. I want you to square your shoulders and say, I know that my Redeemer lives. And yes, we are hit and challenged with all kinds of things, but I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to curse God and die. I'm not going to walk away from the Lord now. He's been too good. He's been too faithful. And so now I'm going to be determined to give God praise. I'm going to be determined to give God the glory. For when I do, others can see that and say, I want to know the God that you serve. I want to come on into the fold. People look at Christians today and they laugh and they mock at us because many times we're not getting any results. And again, without being redundant, but I must. We have to be about getting results. When I read the word of God, I see Jesus getting results. I see the disciples getting results. I see the men of old in the Old Testament, the prophets, the kings getting results. This is a result-based Bible that we are reading. God is all about getting results. When he created the world, when he spoke the world into existence, he got results. The world didn't buck up against creation, didn't buck up against God. When he said, let there be light, light became the sun, the moon, the stars, the animals, everything that God created, he got results. And because we come out of God and we were ordained for such a time as this, we must be determined that everything we say out of our mouth, we will see the manifestation and the demonstration of the power of God, of our belief that when we decree a thing, when we declare a thing, according to the word of God, it shall be established. So I want to give you five things before I go today that I want you to be determined about. And I want you to write them down if you feel it to be important. Number one, God is always for me and he's never against me. I want you to write that down. I want you to be determined about this, that God is always for you. And he's never against you. This is so important because when we're going through trials and tribulations of life, we begin to think that this is because God is upset and angry. But that is not the mind of God. God loves you. He cares for you. He is always for you. And he's never 
against you. I want you to say this. God is for me. I want you to say that God is for me. Go throughout your day and declare that over your life and become determined to know that God is for you. We've got to know this. Notice what Joshua chapter one, verse nine says. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. That ought to allow you to stick your chest out, man. Walk with some bounce. Walk with some swag. Notice what he said. Have I not commanded you? When we read the word of God, we have to replace Bible characters with ourselves. God is not just talking to Joshua. He's talking to me. He's talking to you. He's talking to others that he has saved and filled with this precious Holy Spirit. There's no reason to be discouraged. It says, don't be discouraged. Don't be afraid. Everybody's discouraged, seemingly some, most discouraged, afraid, but that cannot be your testimony. And again, he says it, God will be with you wherever you go. I like that. So it doesn't matter where I find myself in life. God will be there. Doesn't matter unexpected things that are not of your making that happen to you. God says, I will be with you wherever you go. I want you to know beyond a shadow of a doubt, you need to be encouraged today that God is always for you. He'll never leave you. He said it. I'll never forsake you. Number two, God declares or decides or desires to bless me financially. So let me read that again. God desires to bless me financially. I want you to be determined about this because this is a huge issue because so many people are struggling financially, but God desires to bless you financially. As a matter of fact, he already has decided through the death, burial, and resurrection. And we think that's just about salvation. That's not only salvation. In salvation, sozo in the Greek, nothing missing and nothing broken. He's already put your finances, your money in the salvatic plan of God. God does not want you naming the name of Christ broke. So let's get past that today. God desires to bless you over and over and over again. Now you've got to get out of your head all the rhetoric, all the religiosity, all the denominational thinking that you've heard that God wants you to be poor, or this is just your lot in life, or this is just the will of God. We just going to struggle forever. That's nonsense. The devil is a liar. Notice what Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18 says, and you shall remember the Lord your God for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth. There's a comma there. You need to think about that. There's a pause there. He says he gives you the power to get wealth. So if God gives you the power to get wealth, then we already know what his will is, his way is. So anything else other than what he said is a lie. But why does God give you the power to get wealth? He continues that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. God said, I've sworn to your fathers that I'm going to bless you. 
I've got a covenant on the line. I know we don't keep our promises most times, but God does. Folks don't keep their promises, but God does. I promise, I swear by my own name that I'm going to bless you. I want you to know this and be determined to declare it over your life that God desires to bless me financially. Number three, God wants you healthy. Determine that today. Be determined in your heart. Even if you're going through struggles in your physical body, I want you to know that God wants you healthy. He does. So even if you're sick or you're not feeling well or you always got chronic back problems, knee problems, leg problems, all kind of physical health problems, I want you to know that's not how God feels. God says that I want you healthy. See, sickness and disease is not of God. And he's not using any of this to teach you anything. Yeah, I'm going to say that again. Sickness and disease is not of God. And he's not using any of it to teach you anything. God don't use sickness and disease to teach you anything. Contrary to popular opinion, like people take a vow for to be sick. Like, you know, they're trying to be a martyr. That's foolishness. Get that out of your spirit. Get that out of your heart. Get that out of your head. It's not of God. God says it is my will for you to be healthy as long as you live on the planet. So catch this. As long as I live on the planet, I'm going to be healthy. That's what you need to be determined about. As long as I live on this planet, I'm going to be healthy. Now, I realize you're going to have some challenges. I know that. I know the enemy will try you. I know there are some times you have some headaches and sometimes just being in the world and different things. There'll be some times where the enemy will attack you. But my position is clear and I'm determined about this one thing. God wants me healthy. Notice what 3 John chapter number one, verse number two says. Very familiar passage of scripture. We've said it many times, but do we believe it? Here's what it says. Beloved, I pray that you prosper in all things and be in health. There's another comma. Pause. Let's think about this. I pray that you may prosper. So there's that prosperity again. In all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. So God says, I want you to prosper in all things. I want you to be healthy. Even as your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. And I believe that's where prosperity begins. It begins on the inside. Prosperity is an inside job. We got to learn how to be or think our way into what we desire. See, if our mind is failing us, your physical body will fail you. You have to tell your body how to feel. If you don't, it will tell you how it's going to feel. So you got to talk to it. You got to talk to your legs, your feet, whatever's hurting you and say, listen, you are blessed. You are healed. You are healthy. With that said, we got to learn how to eat better. Oh, Lord. Yes, I said it. We got to learn how to eat better. We got to learn how to make better decisions. We got to learn how to listen to the Holy Spirit about the things that we're putting into our body at certain times and seasons. So let's listen to the Holy Ghost. Why? Because he's the voice of prosperity. He knows how to help you prosper. Thank God for doctors. Thank God for them. They do a great job. But the Holy Spirit, if you're walking with the Holy Spirit, he can tell you what you need to be eating. 
Yes, the Holy Spirit can guide your diet. We are in a mess because we don't listen to the Holy Spirit, or we may think that the Holy Spirit knows nothing about food. What does the Holy Spirit know about a diet? What does the Holy Spirit know about vitamin A, B, and C? We got to start looking at the Spirit of God differently. Maybe we just only think that he knows just Bible scriptures or spiritual things. But I'm going to tell you, your health is a spiritual entity because we were made in the image and in the likeness of God. So we've got to listen to the Holy Spirit. Watch this. And we also need to exercise and stay fit. Yes, you need to get out and walk, run, jog, lift some weights if you're able to do it. We've got to exercise. We've got to work out this physical body. If you don't, it'll be flabby. It'll get weak. It'll quit on you. Trust me, I know. So I'm out working out, walking, doing the things that I can do. I'm not going to sit around murmuring and complaining. I've got to be determined. I pray right now you're getting something from what I'm saying today. Don't leave your health in the hands of the doctors. Don't leave your health in the hands of medical science. They will fail you. You need to take back your health. Apostle Leroy Thompson talks about health coming to the body of Christ. We know that he's noted about money coming to the body of Christ, but he talks about health coming to the body of Christ. We need to be healthy. What good is being rich and you can't go nowhere? What good is having all the money in the world and you can't spend time running around with your children or grandchildren playing with them in the yard? God wants you healthy. I want you to be determined about that. Number four, God wants a close relationship with you. I want you to be determined about that today, that he wants to be close to you. God, the God of the universe wants to be close to you. He wants y'all to be tied together. Contrary to popular opinion, God loves being around you. Now, you may not like you, but God loves you and he loves being around you. And the more you get close to God, he's going to talk to you about how good you are, the great things that he's put inside of you, the things that he loves about you, the things that he likes about you. God is going to build you up. Have you ever been around somebody, a friend, a family member, and you just love being around them because they're always positive. They're always building you up. They're always complimentary of the things that they see about you. Now, if you love the fact that they say all of these warm and glowing things about you, can you imagine what God is going to say about you? And the things that he wants to tell you that mom and dad and best friends don't know, your life is a mystery yet to be solved. And God is the piece that is missing because he reveals some things about you that you never knew about you. You could be 30, 40, 50 years old and God says, I want to reveal something you didn't even know about you that is going to put a smile on your face. It's going to cause you to stick your chest out and have some confidence about the fact that God knows the things about you. So we've got to get this in our heart and be determined to not let anything keep us from a close walk with God. Don't let your family, friends, job, put God number one and spend some time with him because you are as close to God as you want to be. People make excuses. I got to work. I got a family. I got kids. All of these things you decided to do. You decided to get married. You decided to have kids. You decided to start the business. Why don't you decide to get close to God? You're but one decision away from changing your life for the better 
because he's the closest friend that you'll ever have because he'll never leave. He'll never forsake you. He is always, you know, we talk about people having our back, but generally people only have your back as long as it's benefiting them. But God says, I've got your back even when you walk away, even when you don't want to be around me. I want to be around you. We need to be determined about these things. Psalms 16 verse 8 says, I have set the Lord continually before me. I like that because he is at my right hand. Look how close he is. I will not be shaken. Again, I have set the Lord, focused on the Lord continually, and I keep him before me. See, that's a decision that you've got to make. That's what the psalmist is saying, because he is at my right hand. He's right there. You don't have to look for God. He's right close to you. He's near you even now, and I will not be shaken. See, when you're close to God, you won't be shaken by life, discouraged by life, news that will come unexpectedly. You're like, I'm so close to God. Whatever news that I get, I may not like it. I may not love it. I may not even want to hear it. But because God is on my side, he's going to bring me out. He's going to cause me to be a victor again. He's going to cause me to do greater things despite the stuff that's going on in my life. And finally, number five, I want you to be determined to testify of God's goodness. I'm going to say that again. I want you to be determined to testify of God's goodness. Never be ashamed to tell other people that God did it. You know, we're so quick to take the glory and we're so quick to build ourselves up and want somebody to praise us. You know, I got the job. I did it. I got the promotion. I did it. I did this. I did that. But Lord have mercy. Come on, y'all. We know that's not true. If it hadn't been for the Lord that was on my side. Where would I be? See, you got that in your head, but it may not be in your heart. And when it's time for you to testify, you don't want to do it because maybe you don't want nobody to feel bad or not necessarily feel bad. You know, you don't want to talk about God. You don't want to talk about the Lord did it because, you know, you start talking about the Lord did it. You know, somebody will correct you and say, well, you did something, too. No, I couldn't do it. So you need to talk about how many times you failed, how many times you quit. See, that's what we don't testify about, how we blew it so many times. And finally, we start trusting God and he helped us and he did it. So never be ashamed to tell somebody God did it. I believe it brings a smile to the Lord's face when we tell others about the goodness of God and do it morning, noon and night. Tell yourself, God, I thank you that you did it. If you hadn't done this, I would have been messed up. If you hadn't done this, I would have utterly failed. I couldn't have done this without you. When God does something for you, whether big or small, tell your testimony. I got people in our church, you know, sometimes they come to me and they say, Pastor, I wasn't even going to tell this testimony. I said, you got to tell it because if you don't tell it, the Lord's going to think you ashamed. Are you ashamed of God? They'll say, no, Pastor, I'm not ashamed. Then you got to tell it. Here's why we got to tell it, because somebody could be going through the very same thing that you're going through and they need to be encouraged that what they're going through is not some isolated incident. 
And the more that people testify within our church about how God blessed them to get a home, how he uh, canceled a debt, how he healed their body, how he fixed their marriage, it encourages the congregation. Somebody needs to be lifted up and encouraged. And how will they if you won't testify? So I want you to see testifying differently. We're not bragging on you. You didn't do anything. We're bragging on God. We're exalting him. Notice what the scripture says in Revelations 12, 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they love not their lives unto the death. That's how we overcome saints, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. You know, the uh, secular world knows this from a different spin. In marketing, they have a product and they want people to take the product. And so they find people that take the product and they have what is called testimonials. And they have people who come on TV, a commercial, whatever. And you'll see five or six or seven people say, hey, this was going on. And I took these vitamins and I just want to give a testimonial how my life is vibrant. how I got more pep in my step. This disease went away. This problem went away. You know, my teeth were giving me problems and took this medication or I start using this type of toothpaste. What are they looking for? Testimonials of people who got results. Because watch this, they realize that people love a good story. They love a good feel-good story. They love somebody to tell them because it helps people to be assured that the product works. All of us have been convinced after maybe watching a commercial that, you know what, I'm going to try this product. Why did you try it? Because somebody testified. Maybe a family member told you about it. A best friend that you could trust and say, hey man, you need to drink this juice. You need to try this salad. You need to try these vitamins. You know, you need to try this massage person or this dentist or, you know, go to this uh, barbershop. I want to testify, man. He can cut hair. She can do hair. They can do nails. Do you hear what I'm saying today? Everything revolves around a testimony. A testimony says that I tried something. And it worked. I got results. So I'm going to constantly talk about that product or that person that helped me. All the things that you've been through, you mean to tell me God's never done anything for you? He's never helped you. He's never brought you out. He's never strengthened you. He's never healed your body. He's never mended your mind. He's never uh, financially come through for you. And you say nothing? Come on, y'all. Perish the thought. You know God is good. So we need to be testifying all the time about the goodness of God. God is a good God. And he's not good because we tell him he's good. He's good because that is his nature. And people now more than ever needs to hear that Jesus saves. Lord have mercy. From the guttermost to the uttermost, Jesus saves. He'll pick you up, turn you around. Place your feet on solid ground. I'm going old school today. But I want you to know that God always has your back. So I want you to be determined right now in the month of November. As we are trending towards the end of the year, I want you to be determined now more than ever. I'm going to serve God with a reckless abandonment. Nothing is going to stop me from serving God at the highest level. And I believe when you do, your life is going to radically change for the better is my prayer. I hope that this episode of To Empower You, what I talked about today, was a blessing to you. If it was, I want you to send me an email at info 
at thomasadeloach.com. I do read these emails and I will respond in order. So let me know that these shows are blessing you. You can always go to my website at thomasadeloach.com with the subscriber tab right there on the homepage. Put your email in there and click the send button and I will send you a free PDF, something that you can read and encourage your life. Do it today. Also on the same homepage, if you scroll almost all the way down to the bottom of the screen, you can become a partner with me, partner with me financially to keep these shows coming. It does cost to keep these episodes coming to you. I enjoy speaking truth to power and encouraging you, but I want you to financially partner with me if you are led to do so. I believe when you partner with me, God will financially bless you. Why don't you try it? Don't knock it, try it. Whatever you want to give, no dollar amount is too big or small, and everything you do helps me to continue to produce a worthy show. All right, I'm praying for you today. I want you to be encouraged and I want you to be determined and know that your best days are right now. Believe it today. And until next time, be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show, To Empower You. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com and follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.